another episode of Go GTS Live. Hashtag the Hobbies Web Show. Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, my co-host, friend, and partner in crime over there, Ivan Lovegren. You know him. You love him. Ivan, what's going on, brother? Uh, not too much, except uh, am I coming through loud and clear? Am I coming oh through gosh. quiet? Can you hear me? What about Sounds when I type? Lovely. What about when I You're type? typing? Can you hear me? I Tech hear upgrade you. over here. Nice. Tech upgrade. Nice. So All very right. cool. Well, hey, Rob, uh, I'm doing great with the tech upgrade. I'm pretty excited to be uh, here tonight. And guess what? I just subscribed on Twitch for free with my Amazon Prime membership, too, which I have because I'm a dad and we need diapers. Um, so you can do that, too, if you're watching on Twitch. You can subscribe for free with Prime. Just go click down there where it says subscribe and make sure you're logged into Prime. Um, but I'm doing great. If you haven't seen on Twitter, it's been a crazy week in the hobby. So we're going to bring all of that to you here tonight. How does that sound? Absolutely. Lot, lot, lot going on. Uh, on tonight's show, we will be uh, featuring box breaks of Upper Deck Premier Hockey. Uh, new releases this week, Contenders Draft Picks, Collegiate Basketball Cards, and uh, taking a look at what first-rounders we can find. Also, the high-end Panini-encased NBA Basketball, plus we have the worldwide box break debut of XR NFL Football. We've got a uh, video from NASCAR champion Joey Logano, courtesy of Panini America. A look ahead at next week's new releases, Hot in the Shop. There are like 10 of them. And off the post, congratulations to Jerome Aginla being named a Hall of Fame inductee for the NHL. We'll take a look at his cards and listen to him talk about that. But first, we kick things off, as always, with our Go GTS Live Q of the Week very cool and uh so we talked about twitch a minute ago if you do not follow us on twitter however which is up and running it's working fine that's where we do not only the poll twitter.com slash go gts live uh, but it's also where we do the giveaways that we will do throughout the show tonight so make sure that you're following us on twitter twitter.com slash go gts live and if you haven't already go click on the poll and vote in the poll because we're about to share results with you now, but we will update it as the show goes on. So if it swings one way or the other based on our conversation, you can be part of that. There you go. And we want to know this week, how often do you buy into group breaks? So your choices are weekly, two to three times per month, a handful of times per year, I don't do group breaks. And leading the way with 42.1% is a handful per year. And 27.4% saying I don't do group breaks. But that means 30.6% of you do them either weekly or two to three times per month. So an interesting kind of little spread there. Um, Ivan, how did you vote? Ooh, the secret's out. Well, I love so many group breakers out there. I literally only buy in a handful of times per year. Um, you know, there's there's so much else to spread my money around in the hobby that I'd say, you know, it's it's fun 
but it's not something that I do on the regular myself. Um, that said, it seems like I'm in the majority with that, but it also only takes people like me, you know, it only takes 20,000 people like me doing it a handful of times per year to make it a full-time job for hundreds of people out there, um, especially when you add in the weekly and the monthly. What about you, Rob? Well, um, if I would have said I don't do group breaks, that would have been a lie. So I didn't choose that. Um, and the option that I would vote for wasn't listed, which would have been once every few years. All right. So what was the last one that you bought into? Um, uh, I think it was a hockey mixer from Klaus and Chara. <laughs> That's funny. I feel like the last one that I bought into was hockey also with uh, Midwest Box Break recently, this year at least. Um, but yeah, for me, it's... it's I, I really like... wanted to this year, but uh -huh. the White Sox became just unattainable. Like, unattainable. <laughs> Thanks, Luis Robert. <laughs> Well, that's, that's always the challenge. Like this year, my Cubs were probably more affordable than ever, but then I feel like it's, it's like rolling the dice on them. And I've also been so into soccer, but the products that I want to experiment with, it's like if the box is too expensive for me to get, well, the box break is pretty expensive too without, you know, guarantees. Um, but if things continue on the trajectory they're going, I might be buying into quite a you Cubs breaks All next right, year. Fair enough. Well, it's I'll been let you stuck decide on which trajectory that is. since we went live, and so that means that during the course of this conversation, nobody has voted, and I can't believe that all of you that have voted are all watching. So, uh, those of you who are watching, or did I say that right? No, I can't believe that all of you are watching have all already voted. So, weigh in on that. We want to know how often do you buy into group breaks. And for the record, my vote was I don't do group breaks because my choice wasn't there, but I wanted to put the caveat on that. that yeah. It's not like I, I've never done it. Well, and if you voted and you're watching via YouTube or via Twitch, drop in the chat what um, what it is that you have bought into or how often. Like, drop in there what your answer is. Not everybody wants to put it out there on public on Twitter, but... Uh, you know, let us know your answer also, because I see like Mike Wiley said uh, 10 to 7 Eagles. Uh, so he buys into 10 to 7 Eagles breaks a month. Is that what that means? Um, no one got the joke. No one got the joke. All right. Um, but I do like Shane Coppin mentioning he wanted to try the for the socks and triple threads, but over three hundred dollars. Exactly. just makes it pretty impossible. But yeah, uh, Mike Wiley with UBB. Little quack bought in once, didn't get anything. I noticed an interesting trend, um, and there's actually a friend of the show, um, uh, Stephen Judd, cardboard lifer, who um, he uh, he does individual box breaks with individual players, and he sells them via eBay. And if you know Stephen Judd, he's been in the hobby for decades, worked at many big companies, so a reputable guy. But I find that such an interesting business model, and I have bought into one of his and hit. So it's very high risk because, you know, it's it's like, what are the odds of hitting one of the 300 guys on the checklist? 
but it's also generally low cost. So I paid $1.99 for a spot and I hit Roger Clemens in triple threads. Of course, it was the Roger Clemens base, which is worth about $2.79. But still just an interesting, there you go. <laughs> interesting sort of switch, switch on things. Somebody in that break got an autograph, that's for sure. So the, one of the products that I do shop every year, and it just depends on how much money I have in my PayPal account, and that I've always wanted to buy into, but I haven't pulled the trigger on yet, and I should probably do something about that, is that Leaf memorabilia vault that I like a lot. I, mm -hmm. I, I want to get in on one of those maybe this year. Maybe I'll save my money for that. Speaking yeah, of Leaf, I've been seeing some really fun stuff out of Pop Century this week. Yeah, really cool stuff. So. Um, fun, fun, fun. Well, there is a there's a ton going on, and we've got a ton of show going on. So, let's uh, let's take a look at some of the stuff that happened from the industry summit uh, with a look at this week's hobby happenings. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, with the announcement last month that the IX Center in Cleveland would be closing at the end of the year. The National began plans to find a new venue location for 2022. This past week, the National Board of Directors announced that Atlantic City had been chosen as the site for the 2022 National, with the dates being July 27th through the 31st. The announcement came to the chagrin of just about everybody aside from area collectors and dealers. While it's true that most people will always want the show in their own backyard, uh, there was a strong response to finally make Chicago its permanent home, something I've personally been suggesting for years. The outcry on social media caused the National to remind its critics of the very specific needs the show requires, saying, we appreciate everyone's input, lots goes into the location, and making a show of this magnitude happen in a smooth and organized manner, which we take great pride in our staff for executing well year after year. Organizers then proceeded to list several requirements the show needs in order for a venue to even potentially qualify as a host location. Primary factors being a venue with a minimum of 400,000 continuous square feet on a ground level floor with no restrictions on load in and load out procedures, which if you know anything about that, literally eliminates dozens of otherwise viable locations like that. In addition to several of the other reasons listed here. So folks, for now, it is what it is, but Show organizers did close their comments by saying that they are already researching options for 2024 and, quote, hopes to bring the show to a new location in the not-so-distant future. I hope that's a not-so-distant location in the near future. Right. For me on the West Coast. Uh, more people on the move in the hobby... Andy Broom, who has been the senior vintage card grader at Beckett since 2004, and Weston Reeves, who has been a modern grading specialist with the company since approximately 2013. Sports Collectors Daily reports that both are leaving the company 
after being offered roles at Certified Sports Guarantee, the new grading company that we announced in the trading card industry, which has been adding staff in recent months in preparation for its upcoming launch. Good luck to both of these hobby veterans with this new company. Well, when it comes to sports cards, selling volume and prices, winning matters. Sports Collectors Daily reported that on Sunday, October 11th, the day the Los Angeles Lakers won the NBA Finals, two LeBron James cards were sold every minute on eBay. By 9 a.m. the next morning, more than 6,000 of King James's cards had been sold. Overall, eBay saw a 103% increase for James's trading cards and a 99% increase for Anthony Davis's trading cards compared to the day prior. Conversely, sales for Jimmy Butler's trading cards dropped by 42% the day after the final game. Also of note, collectors seem to rekindle some love for Rajan Rondo following his stellar effort in the final game. eBay reported a 150% increase in sales of Rondo's cards compared to the day before. We teased this a few weeks ago, but it is now official. Upper Deck is making its long-awaited return to PGA Tour Golf with three trading card releases scheduled for 2021. Showcasing today's rising golf stars such as Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau, Danielle Kang, and Lexi Thompson, alongside golf legends Tiger Woods, Arnold Palmer, Annika Sorenstam, and many more. Upper Deck has always been brilliant with their golf cards, and these will hopefully be no different. Upper Deck sports brand manager Paul Zickler said, quote, collectors have been begging us to bring, back, bring golf cards back for years, and professional golf is in such a great place right now with new young stars emerging on the PGA Tour and players challenging longstanding records almost daily. It seems like the perfect time to introduce a new golf product to fans around the world. All three golf releases will include legendary PGA Tour course relic cards featuring course-used sand and dirt, no pun intended, from the famed TPC Sawgrass Stadium course in Ponta Vedra Beach, Florida, home of the Players' Championship. The first of three planned golf card releases for 2021, Artifacts Golf will feature a 50-card base set, a 30-card rookie set, a multi-majors winner's memorabilia subset, rare signed memorabilia cards, and popular diamond relic insert cards that can include up to four manufactured diamonds per subject. This will be the company's first golf release since 2014 when Artifacts Golf hits store shelves in spring 2021. I'm really excited about that. Uh, some legal news from collector and attorney Paul Lesko regarding the Savoy versus PSA slash Collectors Universe slash PWCC slash Probstein lawsuit, otherwise known as the alleged trimmed and then graded case. Uh, in a series of tweets this week from Lesko, it appears that PWCC filed its motions to dismiss. So now with PWCC's filings, Paul says we're just about ready for federal court to kick this case back to state court. We just need Savoy to oppose and PWCC to reply. 
He then said that there's a lot of briefs being filed and money being spent on a foregone conclusion here. But the court already said if the RICO claims are removed, this case goes to state court. So Savoy removed his RICO claims. And yet the court will have nine more briefs to read and one more hearing. And for PWCC's filing, Paul says there's nothing new that we haven't seen already in the other 16 briefs on this issue, nine from the last motion to dismiss and seven for this one. So in a nutshell, PWCC's positions are basically Savoy believing his card is trimmed is not good enough. What's worse, Savoy never asked us to make it right in the first place, claims PWCC. So what'll happen next? Paul says that a hearing is set on the issue for November 2nd and believes that within 14 days, this case will be sent packing to state court. And then the state court judge will have to reread all nine to 18 briefs filed on these issues and decide what to do next. So the slow hand of justice at work. If you're looking for new Tom Brady authenticated autographed memorabilia, well, it has a new home. Fanatics Authentic announced that they have signed the GOAT to an exclusive multi-year licensing agreement. Fans and collectors can shop the full collection of Tom Brady products across the Fanatics network of online stores, including fanatics.com and nflshop.com, which will carry items as well. Burbank Sports Cards owner Rob Berries, who's a pioneer in this hobby, received quite an honor this week being selected as one of two eBay sellers across the entire platform to shoot a video commercial leading up to the holidays that it's expected to bring even more exposure to the booming hobby. Burbank is one of the largest sellers in the market with over 2.5 million items listed on its eBay store at any one time. And chances are pretty good that while flipping through channels, watching holiday specials, you just might see Rob in an eBay. The next couple stories are pretty fun and exciting for hobby insiders. Uh, the Virtual Industry Summit took place this week, and we have lots of news that came out of the event, starting with eBay eBay reported on some sales figures and data for the year-over-year -year ending July 31st, most notably being that for the first time in the platform's history, NBA trading cards surpassed Major League Baseball trading cards in gross market value with a year-over-year -year increase of an astonishing 676%. Who is driving that market? Well, it should be no surprise as demand for Zion, John Morant, and other key rookies fueled the speculation market. Other factors contributing to the overall sales volume increase on eBay include Topps Project 2020, limited edition Topps Now, and Panini Instant Cards, as well as residual effects from the Jordan documentary, The Last Dance. One quick correction there, not any fault of yours, gross market volume. Volume was the word we were looking for. Volume. <laughs> Turn it up. Um, <laughs> there were several items related to Panini at the Industry Summit, including the awarding of the inaugural Decade of Excellence Award to Panini America CEO Mark Warsop. The award is honestly a well-deserved honor after moving his family from England to Dallas, Texas, 10 years ago. We formed company that had just acquired the assets of the now defunct Don Ross Playoff Company. 
A candid conversation followed with Industry Summit host Ted Barker that allowed viewers to get a truly intimate look at the CEO largely responsible for where the modern trading card market is today. Officials from Panini also informed virtual attendees that all 2020-2021 NBA-based <laughs> basketball card products will release in the 2021 calendar year. It makes some sense with the fact that the NBA still hasn't announced a release date, but that does mean that the season's first NBA release, Hoops, which would have normally released this month, is not scheduled for release until January 13th. All dates are tentative, as is the number of products to be released. Uh, you will notice that notably absent from this list are higher-end products like Encased and Flawless. However, if you're worried about the gap in time, they've got plenty of draft picks products coming out before that January 13th release date. Panini also announced an aggressive new program catering to the next generation of collectors. The new Kids Crate program will be available to Panini's direct accounts starting in the spring of 2021. And it will include a mix of products from the Panini product portfolio, Panini branded swag, guaranteed autograph and memorabilia cards, as well as Kid Crate exclusive product SKUs and more. It also is designed to help alleviate some of the gateway entryway barriers that have been happening at mass market retail with all that hoarding. And it'll give hobby shop owners the opportunity to get these hammers in their own store. More information will be forthcoming for shops interested in participating in the program. But I think it's a great step in the right direction. Another consequence of the COVID pandemic is going to be at least the temporary absence of some collector favorite pack promotions that we've come accustomed to over the years, like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and potentially even next year's Father's Day release from Panini. The already huge strain on production and the constantly adjusting release schedules were said to be a major contributing factor in taking these products off the slate um, for the foreseeable future. Panini officials also said they hope to eventually bring them back or something maybe even different and better, but for now, it's bye-bye pack promotions. Interesting. Well, despite the explosive growth of the soccer card category in the hobby, one clear-cut factor that has been missing and as a result causing a lot of confusion in the marketplace, that factor quite simply is the lack of a rookie card designation in the sport as a whole. I mean, how is it that Neymar Jr., Neymar, Jr. can have close to 1,600 cards, but according to Beckett, not one official rookie card? Well, there appears to be some good news coming. Top sent out the solicitation for 2020-21 Topps Chrome UEFA Champions League, and it contained a key piece of information stating, quote, for the first time in Topps Chrome UEFA Champions League, look for this 100-card base set to include the new RC, rookie card, marker highlighting UEFA's brightest debutantes. That's huge news, a huge win for collectors. Well done, Tops. 
Today, Panini America announced an exclusive multi-year marketing partnership with the Reese's Senior Bowl, the nation's most prestigious college all-star game, to be the organization's official trading card partner. No word yet on if sideline used Reese's pieces are going to be included in cards. We do know as part of the partnership, Panini will be incorporated into a number of key activations at the Reese's Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. In addition to making custom trading cards for each of the invited players, Panini and the Senior Bowl will also work at developing digital and social activations that celebrate the players throughout the week and as they make their way to the NFL Draft. Panini will also look to incorporate Senior Bowl elements and assets into its trading card products. Very cool, but I still vote for Reese's. <laughs> File this next story under awesome and what an absolutely great headline posted by Panini today. Quote, a national treasure comes to national treasures. Dodgers legend Sandy Koufax inks first Panini America autographs. Yep, for the first time ever, Panini America recently partnered with Koufax for an autograph deal. And earlier today, the first fruits of that relationship arrived safely and soundly back at Panini America headquarters before being rushed to the company's production facility in time for packout ahead of the product's November 4th release. In addition to his first Panini America autographs, Koufax will also be featured on an extremely limited number of game-worn memorabilia cards in 2020 National Treasures Baseball as well as if you needed another reason to look forward to NT Baseball. And that's a look at this week's Hobby Happenings. Woo! Man, there was, and I feel like that's still just scratching the surface of everything that came up from the industry summit itself. Um, I don't what would you like make... to know? I, I attended a lot of it. Well, there was one thing I wanted to unpack a little bit. Um, I, I don't make okay. it a habit of fighting with... Oh, we're back? Okay. Hey. All right, we're back. So, Ivan, you were saying uh, about uh, the number <laughs> of basketball products on the shortened release calendar. Something. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when I start to argue with uh, with a friend, and and you know they just cut the power on me. But that's okay. So, welcome back to Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. Uh, yeah, we just did hobby happenings, and one of the news stories out of the industry summit was the shortened release calendar for Panini NBA products. Uh, as a result of that, when people look at that list, it can seem like, wow, they are making so much products in 2021. When in reality, there's actually less products, as we mentioned in the story, um, two products that are not even on the list, and who knows if any others, you know, maybe not the surprise products we kind of get. Yeah, those are the ones that just jumped out at me as like, whoa. Yeah, you know, on a 30-second analysis, probably not, you know, you probably didn't give it 10 minutes exactly. and compare it against everything in the last three years. The problem is we're missing three months of the year's release schedule. So it puts everything back to back to back to back but it's actually less product lines this and next year. Any normal year, absolutely. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that actually plays out, especially with this year's draft class, you know, still TBD, we'll see, we'll see how things go and where they go. Somebody that I was following on Twitter said today, it'll be really interesting to watch the rookies this year because we didn't have a, a big March Madness tournament. No, yeah, we don't so, really, 
Who knows yeah, if pick your, 19 might deep. surprise you, right? Yeah, I mean, I use the tournament as kind of like, you know, my primer on, okay, I got to hurry up and get to know some of these guys so I know what's mm-hmm. going on when the draft hits. And without that, yeah, unless you're like diehard, uh, as you'll find when we open this box of contenders draft picks basketball here in a little bit. But uh, a couple of quick notes. The um, the crew at Beckett Media did a phenomenal job organizing uh, the industry summit in a virtual format. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised, honestly, uh, of how fluid, seamless, um, and the level of engagement, interaction. It went really well. In fact, it went so well that I think in future summits, even after returning to an in-person event, they will incorporate some sort of virtual element into it, uh, uh, opening up uh, participation and attendance to a wider uh, beat. A quick reminder, after Hot in the Shop will be the worldwide debut box break of Panini XR NFL football cards. Tell your friends, tell your family. You want to see a little XR? We got it right here. But in the meantime, uh, we're going to take a look at some new product releases scheduled for hobby store shelves next week. They'll also be able to be found at your favorite online retailer or group breaker. And there are 10 products on the schedule right now. As you know, that is always subject to change between now and the end of the day tomorrow. But this is what we got on the calendar right now. And it starts with Panini Phoenix NFL football cards, which you told you about Fanatics exclusive factory set release. But this is the hobby version, which is going to deliver two autograph cards, a memorabilia card, plus 12 parallels, 12 rookies, and nine insert cards in every box. Back for the 2020 NFL season, Phoenix is packed with more OptiChrome than ever before. Two autograph cards in every box. You're going to be chasing the biggest autos of the 2020 NFL rookie class in three autograph memorabilia inserts including rps rookie auto jerseys on average each box of phoenix is going to deliver at least one rookie autographed memorabilia card so be on the hunt for other versions of rps rookie auto jerseys as well including auto dual jerseys collect dual swatch autos of some of the top rookies in the draft uh, the stunning set's loaded with memorabilia and authentic autographs and lots of serial-numbered parallel versions. Rising rookie material signatures featuring 30 players with special swatches, including spectacular prime versions. These cards and special versions of rising rookie that feature pieces of gloves, helmet, and NFL footballs, all numbered to 149 or less. Great memorabilia cards, uh, authentic NFL memorabilia, RPS memorabilia, jumbo memorabilia, and veteran memorabilia. Brand new, lots of new inserts this year. Phoenix fabric star signs, rising star signatures, flamethrowers, hot routes, forged in fire, game over, and brand new case hit inserts like En Fuego, Regeneration, and Phoenician. This will be in stores next week. 
also in stores this next week. We have some exciting baseball cards from Panini in 2020 Panini Contenders. Each box is going to deliver six autographed cards. Yeah, six autographs per box. How great does that sound? Plus 18 season tickets, uh, purple and one numbered parallel. This has some autographs from the top 2020 draft picks in uh, draft tickets draft tickets and is loaded with rookie content and also some veteran content though as well so look for all those uh, rookie ticket and draft ticket autographs very exciting good looking cards there you can look for draft pick tickets of a great number of names uh, as well as prospect ticket diamonds and contenders autographs which will feature veterans uh, you know on their the um, contenders design and then some of the really cool looking inserts winning tickets game day and legacy would absolutely love to see some of those legacies as autographs there's also an exciting exciting uh matchup here retro 1998 and retro 1999 rookie tickets which will pair this season's top rookies with a couple of timeless contenders designs as well as uh the insert sets like future stars, potential, and upcoming. So check this out for tons of autographs at a great price this week. Panini obviously felt left out without a brand with the word clear in the title. Tops does, Upper Deck does. So they needed one too. So they're going to give you clearly Donross NBA basketball cards which is gonna deliver three parallels and one insert in every box. Brand new to 2019-20, clearly Donross makes its NBA debut by featuring some of the most popular cards from the Donross and Donross Optic brands in a way never before seen. How? Well, you might've guessed it from the title, every card is printed on clear acetate. Mm -hmm. This should be a beautiful product. <laughs> Look for different parallels across the base, rated rookie, and insert sets numbered to as low as one. Look for the rare, clearly rated rookie autographs featuring the top rookies from the 2019-20 NBA season, including Zion Williamson, Sean Morant, and more. Notice that the focus isn't on the rookie autographs, but instead the technology. Find some of the most popular Donross and Donross Optic inserts, including My House, The Rookies, Defying Gravity, All Clear for Takeoff, and Stargazing, reimagined on clear acetate with a variety of parallels down to one of one. Last note, extremely rare. Look for holographic and holographic mosaic parallels. Should be fun. Clearly, Donross NBA Basketball Live next week. We have an exciting first entry into the Prism Canon with Panini Prism WNBA cards hitting hobby shelves this week. That's right, the WNBA is getting the Prism treatment, and aside from all the silvers and parallels, there will be two autographed cards per box for you to chase, um, along with 10 insert cards. Of course, the checklist is what matters in a set like this, and you see from the sell sheet that there are not only current stars, there's also legacy stars of the WNBA. Um, lots of exciting inserts, hobby exclusive signatures, Prism Mojo, check those out. Um, 
make sure that you you are going to your hobby shop for these as there's going to be so many exciting hobby exclusives including base prisms gold base prisms black gold uh, a lot of hobby exclusive signatures the exciting fireworks insert set uh, there's going to be an exclusive list of the top WNBA stars featured in that set with some really low-numbered parallels. Um, Chase Mojo are going to be numbered to 25, gold numbered to 10, and then the one-of-one one is going to be a black one-of-one one parallel scheduled for release in hobby shops this week. Fun. All right, to the pitch. Bundesliga in particular with Topps Museum Collection soccer cards, which is going to deliver an autograph, an autograph relic, a relic, and one parallel in every box. 2019-20 Bundesliga Topps Museum Collection enshrined some of the top players and moments with some of the most luxurious soccer trading card designs to date. Collect a 93-card base set checklist featuring some of Bundesliga's top superstars and look for all new relic and autograph inserts such as superstar footballer showpieces and triple player primary pieces patch relics. Woo! Triple player primary pieces patch relics. Say that ten times fast. As well as be on the lookout for rare Mitershall relic cards hmm. featuring encapsulated shavings Woo! from the Bundesliga's championship trophy. How'd they get wow. away with that? That's pretty cool. Wow, look at that. I like it. That's fun. When they were saying unique, never before seen, okay, yeah, that counts. Uh, the 93 cards. <laughs> I wonder if that's actually from when they engrave new names on, if they're Probably, catching. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, one parallel in every box in gold, ruby, or emerald next week bundesliga museum collection also next week we have a fun football product especially for prospectors out there leaf trinity football cards is going to deliver five autographed cards in every box with plenty of on-card signatures from leaf as well as inscriptions and patch autographs from a super powerful draft checklist with a focus on skill position players from this past year's 2020 NFL draft. Uh, each case is going to have 10 boxes with five cards, uh, and these ones are always beautiful. Also, the exciting clear autographs, a stunning acetate design. If you've ever collected Leaf Trinity in the past, you know that these are super popular and multiple tiers of parallels throughout the set numbered as low as one of one. I almost feel it goes without saying, but I have to mention they have Joe Burrow, Tua Tagoviola, Justin Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, Jerry Judy, and many, many more on the checklist for this. So it will not disappoint. Looking forward to Leaf Trinity in stores this week. Also coming out from Leaf, Leaf Metal Football, the Joe Montana Collection. Hmm. I mean, the latest player collection offering from Leaf Trading Cards features a goat in Joe Montana. <laughs> And every box is going to deliver a Joe Montana autograph card. One of the greatest collegiate and NFL quarterbacks of all time. Featured on Leafs collector favorite metal technology. 
Every card is sealed in a magnetic holder. Look for prismatic versions and a multitude of colored variations as limited as the one-of-one super prismatic and gold prismatic cards. Look for crystal versions, also in a multitude of colored variations, all the way down to one-of-one, as well as printing plates. There are 20 different cards in the set, which means 60 one-of-ones and tons of other low-numbered hit opportunities in the Leaf Joe Montana collection next week. And we've got another exciting offering from Leaf. If you're familiar with the term Jim Mint, well, it's generally used to describe a graded card that is either a PSA 10, a BGS 9.5, or BGS 10, or BGS Black Label. Well, Leaf has packaged together a Best of Jim Mint Multi-Sport Edition. Each case will have 10 cards per box, uh, and it features multiple sports. In fact, it features nearly every collectible sport. Includes baseball, basketball, football, hockey, soccer, tennis, racing, boxing, wrestling, and MMA. Uh, my only gripe with this product is that there's not more on the sell sheet there because I want to see what wrestling cards, what MMA cards. I love unique products like this, but you can't really gripe with a PSA 10 Kylian Mbappe Panini Prism, <laughs> PSA 10 Luka Doncic Silver Prism, 9.5 Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, Prism Rookie Card, as well as that beautiful King Griffey Jr. PSA 10 Rookie, uh, LeBron Rookie, much, much more in this. Look for it in hobby shops or with your favorite breakers next week. Next up, we have a packaged memorabilia product from TriStar. This is in the version of Hidden Treasures Autographed Football Mini Helmets Series 2. What Series 2 deliver? Well, you're going to get your autographed football mini helmet. Look for Hall of Famers, Top 2020 uh, NFL Draft Picks, NFL Stars, Fan Favorites, and more. A case contains eight boxes and guarantees six Hall of Fame players three football favorites, and one current star. All autographs authenticated by TriStar, PSA, JSA, or BAS. So 2020 NFL draft picks and sophomore sensations like Joe Burrow, Tua, Tuga Viola, DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders, Kyler Murray, and more. Current NFL stars like Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and many more. And then Hall of Famers and fan favorites like Barry Sanders, Jerry Rice, Jim Kelly, Earl Campbell, Dick Butkus, Antonio Gates, Patrick Willis, and more. Also be on the head for the or on the hunt rather for the randomly inserted touchdown treasure ticket, which is redeemable for autographed full-size memorabilia from the likes of Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Jerry Rice, Marcus Allen, and more. This will be in stores and online at Breakers next week. One quick note, because we talked about it three weeks in a row. Uh, 2020 Super Break Heavy Hitters Basketball Edition appears to finally be released next week as well. And that's a look at what's going to be uh, its Hall of Fame class this year. Our own Russ Cohen uh, from Sportsology.net uh, had the opportunity to sit in on a media session with NHL Hall of Famer Jerome Aginlaw. Check out this video, and we will be back to announce the winners and wrap up tonight's episode. 
Jerome McGinley played over 15 seasons with the Calgary Flames from 1996 to 2013 and led the team in scoring during 11 of those seasons. A three-time NHL first All-Star team member, the Edmonton Alberta native recorded 1,300 points in 1,554 NHL regular season games on four NHL teams. He also was a member of Team Canada at three Olympic, gold, Olympic Games, winning gold medals in 2002 and 2010. Congratulations, Jerome. Yes, my trifle. Thank you. I, am I uh, uh, speaking right now? Uh, you, you are. You can say whatever you want, Jerome. You're a Hall of Famer. So, uh, thank you, uh, thank you very much, Lanny. Thank you to the committee. Um, it's a, a huge, amazing honor. And also want to congratulate all the other inductees. Uh, it's a true honor. Uh, very excited about it to, uh, to go in with, with you guys and uh, um, look forward to uh, whatever that is. It's a huge thrill, and uh, you know, for family and friends. And um, it's uh, thank you very much. And um, yeah, it was. Uh,
been such a dominant team and, and, and went on to win. And um, yeah, I sure wish uh, we would have won and, and we ran into the Boston in the close first game, second game, I believe they, uh, they took, beat us handily. And then in the third and fourth, uh, they had some momentum. They went home. They were both one goal games, I believe. Um, and all of a sudden, we were swept. So it was tough, but it was still uh, uh, an amazing experience. And um, you could see first class and. Uh, um, I really like in my career when you get a chance to play with uh, guys like Crosby and Malkin and like I said, you get to see their habits up close and see how hard they work and, um, you know, because growing up sometimes you, you think that uh, it's all, just, you know, you think it's talent and people are born this way or that way and um, over my career what's really stood out is getting to see guys like that and see how much, how dedicated they are and yes, they're talented but also um, you know, how much work they put in each part of their game and and the reason why they're so good. So I really liked it. It was a great experience and uh, need to get to know those guys. Uh, I wish it would end better, but it was... uh, All right. Uh, thanks to Tracy Hackler, who had a ton of stuff going on at the Industry Summit and still managed to send us FedEx next day. Three awesome products to look at as well as to Chris Carlin for doubling down on Premier for us to take a second look at. But most importantly, thanks to all of you for tuning in to watch. If you're not here, we're wasting our time and we don't want to do that. So thank you. Uh, we'll be back with a brand new episode of GoGTS Live, the Hobbies web show next week. But in the meantime, have a great weekend and always be collecting. We'll see you next week.